Hello, I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Ask the Advisor, a podcast by Ansbury Guidance, a careers and employability charity in Dorset that supports both young people and adults. Join me every other Wednesday as I delve into the expertise of a range of career and employability professionals who support young people and adults day in, day out to reach their career potential. In this episode, I speak to Amanda from Ansbury Guidance. Amanda has worked as a careers advisor for nearly 14 years, having supported students on a daily basis for their career planning and decision making within numerous mainstream, grammar, special needs and pupil referral schools across Dorset. More recently, she's taken on a new section within her role in training up career practitioners to grow in confidence in delivering career guidance virtually it's quite a daunting process to decide now what they want to do with the rest of their life and a lot of people don't know what they want to do as a career and it's building a career journey. In this episode I'll be chatting to Amanda to find out how to make the best decision for yourself in your career planning journey. We delve into the importance of doing local research, taking opportunities, engaging with your support network and understanding your unique strengths and passions including extracts from our own stories. So now let's head over to my chat with Amanda. Hi Amanda, great to have you on our episode today. So I loved reading your blog on how to make the right decision for you as an individual. It's packed full of really useful advice and creative tips to help you in the process. But if we start by going right back to the foundations, what is decision making and how can it benefit you to work on your decision making skills? So for some people, it can be really hard making decisions and decision making is basically the process you use to reach important choices um, or any choice. And, you know, there are many decisions that occur on on day to day basis, on routine basis, and you don't really give them much thought. But some decisions can be more difficult to make. You don't have enough information or you don't know the facts about them. So, for example, even certain decisions like choosing between two jumpers to buy, you might have to think about those two jumpers and you may weigh up certain factors like what colour suits you best. Will it go with other things in your wardrobe? What time of year you're going to need it? How it feels to you? If you can afford it? Is it comfy? And you then look at those different factors and make that choice. And that's that can be the same with any decision you make. But decisions can be a lot harder when the impact of the decision can be significant or if there's lots of different alternatives and each alternative has different consequences. So honing those decision-making skills and developing those skills can help you with those tougher decisions. And obviously buying two jumpers doesn't relate to careers, but, you know, examples of difficult career decisions could be things like which career to pursue, which course to study at college, do I take an apprenticeship route over university and is now the time to change career? So for those, you are still going to be maybe looking at the different factors and weighing up that decision for yourself. So what makes career decisions sometimes so hard? So as a careers advisor, I, you know, I see a lot of people who struggle with career choices. You know, sometimes they just really don't want to have any regrets. They may feel that they can't decide on a career because they haven't had any experience of it. They don't really know what types of jobs are out there and they can just feel like it's quite a daunting process to decide now what they want to do with the rest of their life. And that's not the case. You know, a lot of people don't know what they want to do as a career and it's looking into different options and building a career journey. 
but they might be trying to decide between two or more course choices and they feel conflicted as to which path to take. And it can be hard if you haven't found out enough information about the choices and maybe it's good to get some help to weigh up the ideas you have. So sometimes career decisions can be hard if we don't have all the information about the choices that we want to make. But it's also realising that you don't necessarily have to make a decision on an actual career you want to go into right now. So one of the biggest questions both young people and adults ask careers advisors is, how do I know which career is the right one for me? For those who have already started their career journey, statistically around 75% of change careers at least once, and about a third of us have thought about it which could imply there isn't necessarily one right career for everyone. And I know for myself, when I was choosing my degree course all those years back and finishing education, I found it really tough just to get to grips with which job role I wanted to focus on pursuing. There was just so many different options that interested me. So what would you suggest as someone in this situation who's trying to decide which career is right for them, but is feeling quite overwhelmed? Um, I think the thing to remember is, you know, a lot of us have been in that situation and a lot of us, you know, a lot of people are still in that situation. I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I was younger and it can be really hard to make choices about your career. So I think it's good to see your career more as a journey. So like you said, you know, a lot of people have more than one career in their life and through our life, we might find different opportunities that come about from the choices that we've actually made. But when you're actually looking at the choices, you know, the, the options maybe that you're, you're thinking about, the first step is to develop some self-awareness. So think about what your strengths are and what you enjoy doing. You know, think about that could be, you know, subjects at school or it could be outside hobbies, responsibilities or interests. Maybe talk through those with somebody, so book an appointment with a careers advisor. Or if you're finding it hard to develop that self-awareness, sometimes there's some online personality quizzes that can help you reflect on those. And some examples of quizzes could be Buzz Quiz. So the Buzz Quiz is quite good for younger people. Prospects is great for graduates or those who are considering university. And the National Career Service has a personality quiz, which is aimed more at adults. So having a go on them can generate ideas and help you think about what your strengths and interests are. But another way is researching any careers or industries or courses you're actually interested in and look at any related jobs as well. And when you're looking at those ideas, you know, look up the skills required, look up the responsibilities of the role. You see if there are any videos online you can watch of people talking about their job. And when you're watching them and when you're reading through that information, think about what you might or might not like about them. And just, again, kind of weigh up the pros and cons of the different things you're looking at. There's some really useful websites such as Careers Pilot, um, again, the National Career Service and Prospects, where you can explore different jobs. So they have job profiles you can read about and find out the opportunities and industries that are in your local area. For careers advisors, we call that labour market information. So getting an idea of the types of opportunities and jobs in your area can be quite helpful to know if the sort of thing you're interested in is in your area or maybe you might have to move to a different area to do that, the idea that you have. In Dorset, we've got quite large industries in business and finance, digital and IT, health and social care, education and hospitality. But industries can grow and change. You know, some industries such as hospitality has been affected by the current pandemic, but, you know, we'd hope that that would bounce back. But it's important to do your research because every area is different. And finally, trying to gain some experience. So this could be a part-time job, 
volunteering or short-term work experience placement. And gaining experience can give you a real insight into what it is maybe you like or you don't like about different jobs and maybe the different skills that you need on different jobs. Obviously, at the moment, getting work experience is going to be really difficult because of the pandemic. But there is virtual things you can do. There's talks, there's virtual work experience online. But you can always just talk to people about their jobs as well. If you've got any contacts or if you know anyone doing a job that you're interested in, talk to them, find out about what they they do in their job, how they got there and build some contacts and network. I love what you said about everyone having a career journey. It's such a good term to use because today we don't really have a career ladder that we go up necessarily. It is a lot more wiggly and people do move around. So I know you touched on really briefly part of your story and you said that you also struggle with choices and what to do in your career. So do you have any examples from your own journey where you weren't sure how to make decisions about your next step and how did you go about overcoming this? Yeah, I do. So when I finished university, I studied psychology and education at university and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. So I finished university, I came out and I and I got some temporary jobs, kind of more admin roles that I did for a little while. And I was really trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. And there was an opportunity to gain some work experience in London. And I was quite lucky I had somebody to stay with. So it was, it was through an agency that actually secured unpaid work experience. And I did some different placements for about three different businesses. Two were for charities, kind of in event and marketing. And one was for an online teen magazine. And it was, it was really beneficial just to try out these different industries and see what I liked about them. And for the charity, some of that was like, you know, helping the events team For the online teen magazine, I ended up doing things like writing celebrity horoscopes um, and having to research photographs of celebrities. But what I realized for me was I needed a job that was, you know, was more rewarding and that where I was helping people. So I found working for the charities, even though I wasn't directly working with clients, I was, you know, I was was kind of in the more admin um, side of it or in the events and marketing. I realized that actually the fact that I was doing it for a charity and I knew that there was a greater good out of that really was important to me so after doing those work experience placements I realized I wanted to focus on something that I knew was going to help people and so when I came back I then started honing my kind of job search skills to to those types of industries and organizations and again I didn't exactly know definitely what job role I wanted to do but I knew the types of businesses and organizations that I wanted to target in my job search that's brilliant it's a very similar story to me actually just work experience really does open your eyes doesn't it and helps you Mm. get a really good flavor for what an industry or job role is actually like and it it does really help you direct yourself so so yeah brilliant and um, if you do want to hear more about work experience and the options that you have around that whether you're still a student or you're already working and want to change career direction then listen to our first episode which we recorded with Amy where we actually delve a lot deeper into this topic. So do you have any decision making tips for young people or adults who don't make decisions in such a prescriptive way So perhaps those who are more visual or neurodiverse in their approach. Um, Yeah, for some young people, they find it really hard to look ahead into the future or they might find it really hard imagining themselves in a particular job. 
or they might feel the choices can just be really overwhelming and it can just be hard like just reading through information and making that decision so sometimes using visual tools to help them make decisions can be really helpful one thing is if you're trying to choose between two decisions or two choices then you could write each one on a piece of paper and put that piece of paper in a hat and then pick one of them out and if you had to do the one that you picked out if you had to do that think you know how does it make you feel you know does it make you feel happy does it make you feel disappointed what are the advantages of it and reflecting on those feelings of having to do that particular choice if if you had to do it and then maybe start again pick another one out and then think about how that one makes you feel or writing pros and cons list of two choices or doing mind map so be using more visual tools to reflect on how you feel about different choices can be quite helpful. I absolutely love the one you mentioned about, you know, writing down your choices, putting it out of a hat or a bag or something. And that I've, I've generally found that really helpful in terms of just making daily decisions sometimes, because yeah. it does it does help reveal, you know, what what it is you you do and don't want and what your thoughts are behind things. It sort of leaks out what you really think. It does. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really good technique. I love that one. I know we've been focusing on good decision making for yourself as an individual but are there ways that you can become more aware that you're about to make a wrong decision for yourself and is there such a thing as a wrong decision when considering career routes and training choices how can you know if you're about to go down that path so you might want to think about the motivations for making those choices is it something that you really want to do because you want to do it or are you considering a particular opportunity because of someone else's expectation of you are you taking a certain course or career path because you don't want to upset certain people or are you signed onto a university course because that's what your friends are also doing or everyone's going to university because that feels like what you have to do you know have you have you researched the alternative options when you feel panicky, it, it's tough to maintain perspective. So it can be useful to just talk to somebody who maybe doesn't share your emotional attachment to the situation. So it could be a trusted friend, or it could be a careers advisor, a mentor, and they can you know, help talk you through your options in an objective way and help you decide if that decision is right for you. Absolutely. And sometimes I think, you know, you're perhaps not making the best decision for yourself if you notice you're having to talk yourself into it, such as saying to yourself, well, you know, at least I'll be making more money or at least I won't look stupid for passing off this amazing opportunity. If you're having to talk yourself into it, then like maybe you're doing it for someone else rather than yourself. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, you, you asked the question, is there such a thing as a wrong decision? And I guess that's really personal to the individual and how they feel about the decision and also the implications of that decision. You know, sometimes the decisions do have quite significant implications, maybe of cost or things like that. But some choices that seem like a wrong decision at the time might open up other opportunities. And there's a career theory called planned happenstance, which draws on the fact that you create opportunities by taking action on your curiosity So finding out things that you're curious about, taking calculated risks, embracing unplanned events, seeing what opportunities might unfold and being flexible to change can help. So even those choices that we've made, which we might perceive as wrong or might not be ideal, they still might open up new opportunities for us. 
And it can be so tough to keep things in perspective if you're faced with a big career decision, such as changing your career direction or picking a long-term training course, especially right now, if you feel under pressure to make quick decisions of which job vacancy to apply to or narrowing down the industry to find work in. So finding employment in the middle of this pandemic can present more difficult decision-making moments than in usual circumstances. How can you keep things in perspective during and after the decision-making process? So, yeah, I mean, it is a really hard time for a lot of people at the moment with the pandemic and different choices might have different implications at the moment. But, you know, if you research the options you have and assess your own strengths and interests against them, you, you're hopefully going to be in a better position to make an informed decision. I think always remember that if you're gaining skills, you're developing your skills, you're gaining qualifications, you're gaining experience, then you're always going to be putting yourself in a better position to open up more opportunities. You can change directions, you can learn from the choices you've made and see what opportunities come about. So I think it's just important to remember not to let indecision be a barrier to finding out and exploring new opportunities. And we've got to remember that no one really is perfect at decision making and that's okay. And like you were saying, it's like a learning process that we build throughout life and through different experiences. And lots of people's journeys through life do move around and careers aren't necessarily linear anymore, which we spoke about earlier. Um, you might start off going down one direction and then move track a few months later or years down the line and that's okay so just try not to get caught up in finding a perfect option that it consumes you and just learn in the process and enjoy the journey definitely definitely completely agree and just one more thing you know if we can all try and develop a growth mindset a growth mindset sees failure as not a detriment but a springboard to success yeah it's amazing it, it basically assumes everyone can change and grow through experience and ways to develop a growth mindset can be to seek out challenges embrace change become a lifelong learner push yourself beyond what you think you can do so don't always see things as a wrong decision you know i would say grasp those opportunities learn from the experiences you have and keep moving forward Thank you so much to Amanda and thank you for joining us at home. If you want to hear more career planning advice and tips, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and you'll be the first to hear when the next episode has arrived. You'll also really help other people find our series by leaving a rating and review. We really appreciate you being a part of the community with us. Everything we discuss has been written in a blog format, which is released the week before each podcast episode across our social media channels and a full transcript of the episode will be available at www.ansbury.co.uk slash podcast. As usual, if you've been inspired to talk one-to-one to a career advisor to help with your individual career journey, we'd love to support you. You can book in to speak to an advisor by visiting the contact details section of our website. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again in two weeks.